Baby on the way? Do you find yourself thinking a lot about your family's future and ways you can plan for your family's future help? You should look into cord blood banking with Viacord for your newborn. Visit Viacord.com. That's V-I-A-C-O-R-D.com to learn all about the benefits of saving your baby's cord blood for your family. Cord blood banking is a great way to start your family's future health care planning. That's V-I-A-C-O-R-D dot com. This is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Challenges. I'm MTV Malik, and I'm here with Antonio, also known as Bananas Defender, Becky, and Vero. What's really good, y'all? What's up? Hi. Hey. One hell of an episode we had yesterday. It looks like MTV is definitely bringing the heat. How do you guys feel about it? I'm excited. Finally, Another we get thing. challenge, deliberation, and an elimination all in one. Another great episode. Yeah, I definitely think it's much better than last season. Last season, we had way too many uh, way too many board games, way too many playing around. This season, they're definitely bringing the heat and bringing it 100%. One of the things that caught me was, um, was how the teams are beginning to build uh, chemistry. Right off top. So as soon as the episode starts, Josh comes back. He's super excited that he doesn't have to be left out. And, you know, he starts meeting the cast. He meets up with Cara and everybody. And one of the first things that he learns is that his partner, Amanda, is pretty universally hated throughout the whole entire house. What do you think was going through his head once he realized that he was in deeper water than he anticipated? He wants to go back home. (laughs) (laughs) He, I mean, he's not, well, isn't he, didn't he have the same issue, though, where he wasn't that popular on his Big Brother season either? Because I thought people said he was kind of universally disliked on there as well. You know, I didn't see the Big Brother season. He seemed pretty likable when he came. I mean, it seems like the cast got along got along well with him. Yeah, I didn't see his season either. I didn't, yeah, I didn't either. Fan. I feel bad for him. So after he gets excited... um, Cara completely eviscerates her. She has a, you know, wonderful quote saying, you know, Amanda is vile and vicious and said all of these bad things. And of course she brought up, you know, the comment that Amanda made about the horse, which people are still pretty fucking mad at. (laughs) But one of the things that caught my eyes is once they got into the house, it's revealed that Wes and Hunter seem to have formed an alliance. I didn't, I didn't really even see that coming. Like who would have thought, I think, I think, I think Wes was really smart for reaching out with a member of TYB, knowing that he was going to come into the house and not really have a lot of backup initially as soon as he came in. What do you guys make of this alliance from yeah, hell? I saw, I saw it coming from the start. Wes really didn't have much numbers coming into the game. He saw a common enemy on Bananas with Hunter. So I'm like, why not just team up and get out a common enemy? So it's, it's a good game plan for both of them. If it works out, it works out, but I mean, it's going to be fun to see how it plays out. I agree. I mean, in the end, like, Wes Wes is smart. He's very, very intelligent when it comes to alliances. He knows he needs numbers. And he knows that he really hasn't played the big game in a long time. So he doesn't really know these people. 
So he reached out to the one, one of the people that he knew hates bananas and he hates bananas. So it works together where they, they work, it works out, you know, young bitch. Yeah. And I think that it's going to benefit him in the long run too, because usually he aligns himself with rookies and for once he's actually with somebody that's a champion. So it'll be interesting to see how far that alliance will take him. Do you think this alliance with Hunter is one of the better alliances he had recently? Right? Oh, yeah. obviously. obviously. Oh, God, 100%. yes. Upgrade from Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're paired off, when your um, alliance is Corey and Nelson and they're not on this season, thank God. That's a big upgrade with Wes. Wes is better swimmer than all three of them combined. He's a better at politics than all three of them combined. He knows the game. If I had the chance to have Wes as a partner... I would take it if Johnny was taken already. Wow. Wow. West, West, West has a good social game. He does. He does. He really knows how to work the room. He's also very manipulative. Let's just, let's call it spade a spade. He knows, he knows what he's doing when it comes to the game and really getting in people's heads what Devin wishes he could do. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you guys think Wes is trustworthy? No. No, no shot. No. Let me ask you another question. Is anybody in these games trustworthy? No. It depends. If they have, like, a real-life connection off-camera, then they're going to be loyal to each other. Like That is untrue. Johnny and Tony. Oh. Those guys were close. Even, yeah, I mean, that, that hurt. Like, we've seen Bananas and Leroy hang out a lot off-camera. Bananas and Tony, you don't really, we haven't really seen that as much. But right? a Leroy and a Bananas is a very rare pairing. I mean, if you look at someone like Kara, she's has friendships, but she only allows friendships to go so far. The challenge that they end up having is something that was called Armageddon Tide, which I think the name for that <laughs> was absolutely terrible. Like, like somebody wasn't even trying. I think it was so bad. That somebody was just like, you know what, just put it in there. At least have the people have a laugh. So this whole challenge was basically a big tug of war. All the challengers had to go and they had to grab a rope and they had to pull on the rope. And whoever had the most amount of rope by the time TJ conveniently runs over all of the cars in a monster truck would be crowned the winner. Um, What did you guys think of this challenge? I loved it. It was a fun one. And also, so you know, the arm of getting tired is actually a car quote from Final Reckoning. So yes. they stole it. Wait a minute, for real? Whose quote was that? It was Kara's. She did it during the Bananas Natalie elimination yeah. when they had so their no. arms up in the air. That's right. That's right. Totally forgot about that. Look at that. Kara's yeah. still <laughs> making waves. The only problem I really have with that challenge, I know that the votes are heavy, and it took a lot to get them pulled out. And I know, I know it takes a lot of strength to actually hold on to the nose, but I felt like visually, it just wasn't that appealing. I thought it was well edited. I thought it looked good. But after the initial pulling out the ropes, everybody was just kind of sitting there and just kind of holding, you know, praying for TJ to hurry up and come with it. I think the monster truck was definitely added to make it look better visually. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, the challenge was good. It's just that I don't think it played out as well as they thought it was on TV. Did you see I, Theo? Theo yes. was pulling them ropes, looking like a beast. Right, but it's not exactly a whole lot of action, though. No. Well, no, they're not a headbanger. So one of the coolest things is that people immediately started calling their shots. You know, Bananas called out West, which was a pretty ballsy move. Love and you got Paulie calling out Kyle, which is also 
ballsy. I think I absolutely love that fact that everybody took it personal and they let them know exactly where they stood pretty much day one. Also, look, also didn't miss the fact that nobody picked to go against Carver and Theo. Like, they went last. And unlike Amanda, this is probably something where you definitely want to be picked last. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. I mean, I yeah. love them banana cold out west. Oh, I'm, and him winning made it so much better. Like, if Banana's calling out Wes, I think that shows, like, they have, like, respect for each other in a way, in the challenge aspect. But just seeing him win and Wes's face when he loses again to Johnny, oh, I loved it. I do wish that they would have shown, um, you know, who won between each pairing, though, because, you know, like, Polly and Kyle went against each other, but we don't know who won because... Yeah. Neither one of them came out on the top three. Vera, I definitely feel you in that. It'd be nice to see some stats. Josh beat Turbo. That's exactly why I wanted stats. I wanted to see if it was really Amanda who beat Nani or if it was both of them who equally beat both of them or, you know, how it really panned out. So the people who were able to go and bring it out, it was going to be Team CEO, Carmen Theo, uh, Team Benorgan, Johnny and Morgan, and Amanda and Josh. For some reason, they don't have a cool nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda and Josh. I don't know why. So very similar how they did things in Vendettas with the Troika. They have something very similar th this time around. So this time they got something called the Tribunal, which is which they're going to take the top three people and have them all vote in a certain team, and then they're going to vote on that team. The fact of the matter is that j since Johnny Cara is, is already in there, we already know who they're picking, and it's going to be on Amanda to save them. So as soon as they get into the Tribunal, one thing becomes apparently clear. Does anybody know what that is? They're getting rid of Amanda's alliance. Amanda okay. screwed. Um, Johnny and Carl <laughs> took over. Um, Amanda had a weak argument. There's a lot of things. So one of the main things I did notice is that Josh was completely lost. It didn't seem like Josh was really ready. He seemed like <laughs> a deer in the headlights. He's like, wait, wait, wait. I don't even know who to vote for yet. Wait, time out. Yo, can I get a minute to think? Yeah, exactly. Amanda is strictly in defense mode because any any sign of her alliance being saved is instantly on the attack at this point. So right now, it still looks like Johnny is the face that runs the place. What do you guys Always. think about Johnny's move? Please plan the game right. Each person went after the number one threat, but she didn't do that. She could have fought fire with fire, say, keep my alliance out, I'll keep your alliance out. She just sucked it. She was like, you know what? If you guys want to play that game, I'll throw my top target too. Well, technically, Zach is in Banana's Alliance. Everybody knew that because Amanda wasn't available, that Kara was going to go for Ashley. That's just the way it yeah. works. Ashley was her major antagonist from last season. If she can't get Amanda, she's going to go for the second biggest antagonist, which is exactly Ashley. And she also just won a million dollars. None of them knew how the elimination process was. They didn't know if it was... Two out of the three that were getting thrown in, or whatever, whatever happened. That's very true because once it was revealed who was going in, that's exactly what Leroy said. He said, "You guys don't know." He said, "You know, sleep tight tonight, but you can still get fucked up," which has to be one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, he he called on the spot. He knew no one's safe in this game. There's exactly. a reason why they had to all come in gear. I would have thought the same thing because the only people who weren't who were in street clothes were the winners. So they had to yeah. have known that they all were on the chopping block if they were all list like in their um, possible elimination. Yeah. Right. So it definitely was clear that Amanda was outnumbered 
and outplayed. What do you make of how she defended herself and how she held her position while she was in the tribunal? She was, she was weak. Everyone knew from the beginning uh, Bananas and Leroy were the number one alliance from the start, so why not just go after his number one as well? But then yet again, but why just suck in like that? At least put up a fight. I mean, we don't know. She could have threatened to put Leroy. She could have not. We only see so much. But she, she could have gave a lot more than what she said. She was in panic mode. She was in full panic mode because both of her alliance members were being put up for, for elimination. So she literally, she just grabbed and was like, well, I hate this guy. So we're just going to go this way. And hopefully this works out. Am I the only one that's confused on why she's aligned with Hunter? Well, they did argue the one together the same season. But her best well, friend stole half a million dollars. So once Hunter takes Ashley's out, Amanda has to be next on his hit list after on the female side because, you know, he's going to go after Johnny because he's a pussy. But anyway. He openly stated at the reunion that any time that he has the opportunity to go after her, she's he's going to go after her because Amanda was the one that co-signed what Ashley did. So she, the fact that's what even Banana said. He's like, he stated that he's going to come after you and you're protecting him. What is wrong with you? He also went after Ashley too. He pointed out the fact that for multiple seasons, she has used him as a patsy. Because mm-hmm. she did. It, it's It's obvious that there's a leadership role and for some reason ashley is that leader and and amanda is her army and she falls in line and if that means throwing herself in front of the bullet she does yeah well it should be fun to see how amanda plays at her season and then you have hunter that's probably going to be wes's shadow for the rest of the season so (laughs) yeah exactly so after the tribunal made their choices, they brought everybody in to plead his case. And I really thought they did a good job. Everybody was standing on these tall pillars. Everybody was looking it. like judges. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely. Um, man, they really did a good job with the set design this season, I really think. So everybody comes in and uh, pleads their case. And one of the things that had me rolling was that Hunter dropped his TYB flag so fast. As soon as Johnny put the flame to him, Hunter was real quick. Oh, that was last season. I'm here with a different team. And Johnny, Johnny looked at him so funny. He's like, it doesn't work like that, bro. You know that. The shit is going to follow you from season to season. Do you think Johnny's being a little petty and not giving him a fair shake and going off of just by what happened last season? That happens on, every season. Every single time. They always bring up the past. Same reason that Amanda hates Kara and Jenna hates Amanda and Ashley hates everybody. So it's it's not abnormal for people to bring back old stuff. I honestly don't think that he dropped TYB. I think he was just like, listen, I'm not with Ashley. He, I think he was referring to partners. He's like, Ashley is not my partner. I am not on her side. And looked over at Amanda and said, I'm not on her side either in the way he was he was talking. He's like, I'm not on the same side anymore. Well, did you also check out Hunter's Twitter? He's been tweeting TYB for the last 24 hours, nonstop. And every single challenge club, TYB with the three bucks. It's all bullshit. Pick a side, stay there for your challenge career, unless you make a big move like Tony did. I kind of feel the same way. Because Johnny also brought up the fact that Hunter was there. And he was present when Devin was pressing him. And he kind of let it rock. And Johnny said something that really, uh, that really stuck out to me. He said, you are who you hang out with. The fact. But now we're here in this new season. He doesn't have that team with him. 
Is he still liable for the past seasons? And then if that was the case, for when they first got to the house, Hunter like, you know what, Johnny, like, let the past be past. Let's make amends. You know, my boys aren't here. If for this season, if you really need me to, I'll suck it up. We could be boys. But don't wait till you're on the chopping block about to get thrown in. It's a good point. It's all about Very being good fake. Point. Speaking of being fake, the fakest thing had to be when Zach had to go and plead his case. Cara instantly took it a joke. <laughs> I was like, I'm very disappointed in you. And I think it was I think it was very funny and very witty that Zach went and let Zahida speak for him. And and Amanda, Amanda. was boiling the whole entire time. Cause because I think it became obvious that Zach knew that he wasn't going in. Yeah. He was like, yeah. if I'm going in, it's going to be because of some other bullshit, not because the three of them will vote solely for him. Oh, my God. Her face. She was pissed. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. I couldn't even help it. I was just laughing the entire time watching her face just get angrier and angrier at the fact that he is letting the girl speak, not only speak, but make the decisions and the choices. <laughs> it's hilarious. Absolutely. Um, I thought it was I thought it was really funny um, that I got pulled off. But at this point, um, you know, Amanda was antagonized a lot last episode and her being outnumbered and just outplayed right now. Does it feel like pressure is starting to build up on Amanda? I think that's happened since the beginning. Like, I think she saw that she didn't have all of the lavenders with her and she was kind of like it, it was her and ashley there was really not a lot of people on her side so i feel i think she was instantly stressed by the whole situation absolutely and there's definitely plenty enough stress to go around uh, one of the things that only added to the amount of stress was um right after the tribunal deliberation the house got to find out who got voted in and i mean from there once that happened you know we all got introduced to the challenge that we know and love and that's when it's the whole house, everybody against everybody. Once those deliberations went out, everything went to shit. And this is probably where we're going to spend a lot of time touching up on. Because Amanda went and started pressing Morgan. Bananas had the exorcism. Then there was Nani jumping in. The Bananas versus Hunter. UK was smart enough to sit this shit the whole, totally the fuck out. Leroy jumps in. Then you got Jenna versus Amanda. Then Amanda drops the bomb. It's a whole lot to cover. Let's start from the beginning. Since we're already talking about Amanda, what do you guys feel about Amanda actually going up to Morgan to pretty much tell her what a piece of shit her partner is? Amanda had no right. Like, she basically called Morgan a shadow. I'm like, all right, I get Morgan's new to this, but you can't expect her to be calling the shots on her team. Johnny's a is a vet. He's been here for, what, this is the 18th season now? I mean, if Johnny's going to sit in the back on a, on a Paris team, like, that's not going to happen. Morgan's new to this. She doesn't know that many people on this cast, so she's not going to be calling the shots at all. I think she just is riding with what his decision is because she knows who is going to go after Bananas. So Bananas is very well aware that he's going to be targeted by certain people. So I'm sure that he probably already had that discussion with Morgan about this person's going to be gunning for me for this reason, and this is this, and this is that. So... I don't think that Morgan's that dumb. I mean, I don't think she's a genius, but I don't think she's <laughs> dumb in a way of not knowing that Bananas has a lot of enemies and Bananas knows who those enemies are. I feel you, Becky. That was a good point. <laughs> After Johnny is sitting there and just like listening to him get shitted on by Amanda, 
Johnny being the pot stirrer that he is, comes up with a great idea that he's going to perform an exorcism with Carver's shirt, which only adds insult <laughs> to injury. <laughs> now, the main thing is, it, it was a great scene. Johnny was definitely hilarious. This is, I mean, I, I think at this point, we are dealing with top-notch creative Johnny, which is always fun to watch. But, once again, even though Amanda probably deserved it, this is Amanda being a target once again. And I do believe she does bring a lot on it. But, you know, we got to call back to Bananas Past, where Bananas has been problematic when it comes to dealing with uh, women in a respectful manner. Not saying Amanda didn't deserve everything she got. But let me ask you this. At this point, is Amanda being over-antagonized? Um... I think it gets to a degree where it's going to be a little bit too much. And I think that this was comical. Um, you know, the exorcism of Amanda Garcia is obviously going to go down in the history books uh, as <laughs> something that is going to be hilarious. But I think that, yeah, if you look at it, it could be considered bullying because they're all coming, kind of coming at her. They're all laughing at her, you know, you know, they're throwing water on her. I mean, it wasn't anything like, it's not like it was pop or sticky or anything. It was, it was water, but it's, it's a lot. But I think that because of who Amanda is, she can handle it. It's not like mm -hmm. she's not going to be able to combat it and almost look at him like, you guys are pathetic. This is, this is not even what you're going to throw water on me. Congratulations. I'm glad that you're that pathetic kind of a situation. I, I can see her reacting that way. She's not like most people. I think she could handle this kind of aggression. Well, according to most cast members, there's no such thing as bullying on the challenge. Amanda and her friends say that just if you guys don't know that. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. So oh, exactly. Yeah. 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 They did say that a whole bunch after the whole, um, Suitcase incident. And the, the incident with Devin following bananas for God knows how long. That is a good point. But the reason why I bring it up is because even though we're only two episodes in, and, you know, I hate bringing up this kind of old stuff, it made me think a little bit of Tanya back in the day. Not saying that this is going on to the level that it was back then, but it's going to get to the point where only so much. Becky, I think you hit it right in the head when you said that she can take it. She plays this villain role really, really well, and she expects this kind of behavior. Well, and she gives them that reaction that they're looking for. Um, had it been maybe another female cast member, they might cry or, you know, it would be taken the wrong way. So he would probably back off some. But because she yells and because she gives it right back to him, I think that's why it continues to happen. Well, somebody that's never been afraid of smoke, <laughs> Nani instantly jumps in to protect the love of her life, Bananas. What do you guys think? <laughs> what do you guys think about Nani jumping up and making sure she got some airtime? I don't think she was protecting bananas. I think she was just annoyed because mm. if Amanda has been screaming, like I can see her because she's that person that just won't stop. She just doesn't know when to quit. You know what? It's good that you said that because I remember seeing on Twitter, but Jenna posted that Amanda was running around screaming for hours before we even got to the point where it was her and Morgan. She was yelling at Cara from what I read. It was, she was just losing her mind. And I mean, I can get it because she's pissed and 
Hunter's probably pissed. So he's taking it out on her since he really is showing how much he dislikes her at this point or how much of a grudge he's holding against her. I don't know if it's like a dislike or more of a grudge. As you know, like Nani and Jenna are best friends. So I'm sure she already feels some type of way about Amanda just because she's got that, you know, the bomb being held over Jenna. So that's how I am with my best friends to get territorial and pissed off easily. Good point. Absolutely. One of the funniest things to me is that Nani was just, at one point, Nani was just telling Amanda to go to bed, which I think is by far the best advice anybody has ever given anybody else in a challenge house fight. Yeah. Let's not forget CT just sitting there saying, don't fight. He looks annoyed. (laughs) He absolutely does. I love this elder statesman role that CT kind of fell into. Like, he just kind of sits back overlooks everything, makes his, you know, makes his little comments and adds to it. And, you know, he's kind of like everybody's grandpa now. And it's funny seeing him in that role that he's been in for the past couple of seasons. Well, I think he's like, I left my kid at home. I don't want to deal with squabbling <laughs> kids. So y'all need to chill. I think that's what his mindset was. It's like, if I want to deal with screaming babies, I would go home. You know, Hunter definitely has been going after bananas. And some people in the house felt like he had his eyes on the wrong target. What do you guys feel about that? Hunter is just trying to do something useful. He's just, she's lost. He has his two best friends aren't there. He's playing Wes's game. Like you saw him and Wes. I think it was JP. I think they were all yeah, talking right. about how to throw in Leroy. And Leroy is just standing out there. Leroy had every right to come at Hunter because what Hunter is doing is stupid. Why come after Bananas? Who like yeah, we get it. He's your um, rival. He's your enemy, but. If the person who stole $500,000 is in the same house, I'm going after them first, no matter what. You don't feel like Leroy was in the wrong at all? No, he had every right to jump in. But number one, they're talking about him and his boy. So, like, it's he's defending himself. I think it's another I'm over it kind of a situation. He's... He's having to deal, and this is every season, because Leroy has been kind of targeted because of his connection to Bananas mm. since the beginning, because they are so close. So you see it over and over again. I mean, it just keeps happening to him where he, I mean, it was kind of a blindside, if you remember, like, what happened on Dirty 30, where he got blindsided there, got sent home, basically because Veronica was trying to pull a move, and she was... She was pissed off and she took it out on Leroy. And I think he's over it. And I think he thinks that everybody is disrespecting him by saying he's an easy person to get rid of because of he would be considered a layup kind of a team. And I think Cam said it right. He, He wants people to put some respect on his name and to stop thinking that he's just this weak link connected to bananas and a way of hurting bananas. Absolutely. I think that's a good point. Um, Yeah, Leroy was sent home by Veronica for pretty much no other reason besides she felt like it. And she definitely wanted to, you know, to take a swipe at Johnny. And he's the one that paid the price for it. And, you know, I've always really hated that move because it wasn't strategic. It didn't really help her out at all. All it did was send a good competitor home. And Leroy isn't getting any younger. He's overdue to win one, you know, for a long time. Hence why he went to barber school. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but right after Leroy goes, oh, uh, and mind you, Leroy gave Hunter the business. I mean, at any point where you could get a majority of the house 
applauding you like it's a speech. I mean, that probably hurt Hunter the most. And the way Hunter reacted wasn't appropriate at all. Uh, you know, he came at him, he took off his shirt and was very, very aggressive. When I think the only thing that Leroy was doing was spitting straight facts. Another big one was as soon as Leroy pretty much shitted on Hunter and played him in front of the whole house, Jenna and Amanda get into it. And I know we feel like this was a long time coming. Um, last season, Amanda kept telling everybody about this big bomb she was going to drop at the reunion. And when the reunion came around, Amanda shit the bed. She said that her bomb would hurt way too many people, and she backed down on it. And we never found out until tonight. So, Bananas, what do you think about this big bombshell that Amanda dropped? The whole Zach creating Bumble um, after the you know, eliminated. I mean, yeah, they're both in a relationship, but if he just created it just for the fun of it, I don't see anything wrong. And I'm in, in a relationship, so I I wouldn't do that. But if he is being serious and he isn't lying, he did nothing wrong. I don't personally see anything wrong with him just downloading the app and him just going on for the fun of it. If he messaged someone on it, that changes everything. That's when it gets serious, when it's like, all right, now it's completely wrong, 100%. There's no going back to it. So, but now on Twitter, it's been stated how the real bomb, apparently, was how Jenna and Tony hooked up after Final Reckoning. (laughs) What? that's all bullshit. It, well, I think it's bullshit. When can that happen? It doesn't make exactly. sense with the timeline. Because Jenna didn't make it far in Final Reckoning. She was in the Redemption House after the first episode. Jenna was in the Redemption House. She, her and Tony were never in the same house at the same time at all throughout the whole entire show. They weren't on the same plane together. And you don't hype up something. And Jenna wouldn't ask Amanda what the bomb is if she did something wrong. That's just stupid. Vera, what did you think about the bomb that Amanda dropped? Personally, I think um, Amanda's a little bit of a hypocrite. I feel like, you know, she's always on Cara Maria for being a homewrecker and interfering with Polly and Danielle's relationship, yet Amanda inserted herself into a relationship as well. Um, I don't know. Personally, if my boyfriend was on Bumble, I'd have a fit. I would react probably just as bad as Jenna did, but I don't know. It really depends on the trust that those two have together for each other. But it doesn't look good to us because all we see is that Zach has cheated on her multiple times. So not a good look. So in your opinion, you don't believe that Zach is a king? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so I see Amanda's bombshell definitely has a lot of different opinions. Some people thought, you know, it really got to them. Because it obviously shook up the relationship some. But I see a lot of people, they don't really think it was that big of a deal. Uh, And a lot of people still think that Zach is a douche. But after the big bombshell was dropped, everything got moved to the killer floor. And the leaders of the tribunal had to go ahead and vote somebody in. So at this point, most of the new people, most of the prospects, they're going to vote the way that whoever the challenger picks, they're going to vote that way. So, of course, Amanda went after Zach, which was clear cut. There's nobody else for her to go after. Johnny went for Hunter, and Carver went for Ashley. And, you know, these were very easy to read. But once we got to that point and it came to the prospects, they all followed suit. I think Josh shook everything up by going the other way and voting in Hunter. What made you, what do you guys think was going through Josh's head when he put in Hunter going against his own partner? 
he's he's just he's a clueless guy, honestly. He I don't know why he voted Hunter. It made no sense whatsoever. Because he just made his team worse. Because you have Josh and Amanda who should be on the same page always, because you know it's a pair. So if you guys are on two different sides, you're gonna hurt yourself in the future. And if you're voting in Hunter, who is apparently Amanda want to be aligned with, that's already out the window now that you voted him into elimination. Hunter was the best option that Amanda has because now she truly has nobody. Exactly. What the situation is, is they don't want another Amanda-Zach incident where they couldn't make a decision and they got gridlocked. And now either one of them has to go in or, God forbid, now all the people who lost get to vote one of the three of them in. Yeah, I agree. But then the past seasons, though, when they have a tie, TJ's like, you know what? Vote it again. If not, this will happen. But then I feel like in that situation, since Johnny and Kara are always on the same page, they would have been like, all right, we'll vote for one of each other so we avoid any possible harm to ourselves. Because they're good friends. It's not like Zach and Amanda where they were complete opposites. They didn't want to be part of any mutual agreement. And since it's all three, six of them, Johnny and Kara could be like, you know what? I'll help you this time. Help me out in the future. Because they are friends. I mean, I would say they're friendly. I don't know yeah. if they're friends. They're friends in the game. They're alliance members. Frenemies. <laughs> Josh definitely broke rank and decided to do his own thing. I think this more proves that Josh just had no idea really what he was doing. And we're going to have to see if that's going to bite him in the ass. Uh, Hunter's going to keep a long memory. I'm sure he will. So Hunter comes down. He's going to be able to pick his opponent, which I think is one of the best things to challenge, you know, could possibly do. It's definitely, it's definitely going to clear up a lot of bad blood and people are going to be able to definitely pick whoever it is, you know, that they want. And Hunter decides to go ahead and make a big move he says he wants Ashley. I mean, he definitely wants payback for getting the money stolen from him. I mean, how big of a move do you guys think that was? He had to choose Ashley, no matter what. You have to pick her. She's the one that did you dirty. It's your chance. And what I like about this season, how you're calling out someone right away, there's no layups whatsoever. There's no team sitting, laying low to the end. Because if I see a weak challenger up there, I'm calling you out right away. Like if I, I want to stay in this game. I don't want to go up against CT or or Kara in elimination when I know my the odds are against me. Hunter, I, I love it that he called out Ashley. He did nothing wrong with it. Can I just say how excited I am to bring that they're bringing back this dual format? Because honestly, it's a put up or shut up, and it's something that I'm excited for in the long run because. Yeah people who talk the most about oh you're trash and I could beat you and we're gonna see if they're gonna be able to put their money where their mouth is and actually call these people out or if they're gonna wuss out and pick somebody else that they think they could quote-unquote beat it's just gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun thing to watch and it's really gonna shake up the house I think so what do you guys think about the actual killing floor elimination the Drone ball drop. I like it to the extent. Same. I feel like the ball should have just been in the middle to begin with, and then they fight out for it. Because when the drone brought the ball that high up and it landed, the ball could take a favorable bounce, 
and it could help out either side. At least the ball's in the middle. You both know you're running to it, and it's a guaranteed shot to be physical. Mm. I, don't, I don't think the girls were physical at all. I think they both just picked it up and ran. How dope was Hunter's juke move on Chase? Oh, my <laughs> God. Yo, talk about, yo. Yo, he gave him he gave him that work. <laughs> I mean, Chase is a house plant to begin with. Oh man, he was he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready for that. That shake was everything. I loved every moment of that. And speaking of shakes, Georgia with the huge upset. Oh man, man, the way that Georgia just shook Ashley. I mean, Ashley obviously wasn't even prepared. And at that point, it looked like she was ready to go home. Do you guys think that Ashley really put in as much heart as she could have? I think she saw that. Georgia was too far ahead. I think when you look at it and you see, oh, there's no way I'm catching up to them. And yeah. she she slid right by her. She was like, whoop, and she was gone. <laughs> Once you pick up the ball and you clear them out, you win automatically. It's all about speed. In the end, if Chase had been faster, maybe he would have gotten around Hunter and they wouldn't have wrestled the first time. Yeah. But you can't fault people for being fast. And honestly, the bounce in the beginning that happened in the original, it definitely favored Ashley because it literally bounced right into her arms. Though, yeah. what do you think about Ashley coming back into the house after a major win and losing to a rookie in such a fashion? Well, I've always not thought that she was capable of doing pretty well in eliminations. She hardly ever goes to them, and she usually has somebody strong on her side. So I wasn't really surprised to see that happen. Um, but granted, she did have her partner that also had to battle out with Hunter, and that was interesting enough because I didn't really think that he had like that aggressive kind of attitude. So I wasn't surprised that they didn't come out on top. <laughs> yeah, Chase Flop. Yeah, the poor thing. I feel bad for him, too, because, you know, the two times we saw him, he was crying over Nani, and then he lost his elimination. So <laughs> he got a really great cut. I hope they call him back. <laughs> well, no, wasn't it the first time we saw him when he was wrestling with Leroy for a ball and lost? Oh, yeah. That's oh, what I man. So those, those three moments, the only moments, poor thing, I think he's done. At this point, I'm thinking maybe Chase isn't really cut out for the challenge. But hopefully we get to see him again in the future. He might have something to offer. But Hunter after- stepped on his rose. He's a <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss all these rose jokes we were going to be able to make this season. Such a waste. <laughs> Such a waste. I have a few more in my sleeve for future episodes. Don't worry about it. So Hunter and Georgia, team shake and bake, pulls out a big win. And Hunter finally gets the payback that he definitely needed. There was a really sweet moment at the end of it. He grabs, he grabs Ashley, and and they have a really nice moment. He tells her that, you know, he's always going to have love for her. Go home, spend your money, and it really seems like he kind of buried that part. What did you guys think of that final moment between those two? Stupid, uh. stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. She it stole that million dollars. <laughs> People understand why Sarah hates bananas for stealing $125,000. Then why are they okay with hundreds? Oh, my God. It's just so frustrating. I mean, I, I was like, Hunter, really? But okay. I mean, I think, he's, I think he's just a really genuinely good guy. And I think he really has forgiven her. But I would never forgive dude, someone for that. Not dude. half a million dollars? He even said it. That's life-changing money for him, himself. I, uh... He even yelled, yo, she took money for my sister. She took money for my family. 
And you was able he to couldn't feel even that. find his shoes. Come on. The <laughs> 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 shoes. I can't oh, want to see this freaking money. Well, you know what? Me personally, I thought it was a really sweet moment. I think when it's all said and done, Hunter is a nice and a genuine guy. And I think it was more important for him to not have somebody to hate. I think that was important for him. I think that's the reason why he did it. Because he didn't have to do it. He could have stood in the middle of the killing floor and shitted on Ashley hard. And he actually chose um, to bury the hatchet. Um, He chose love. He chose peace. And that's a move I can really respect. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I think that um, him beating her also kind of gave him... Well, he says that he had a chip on his shoulder. And, you know, now he's... He feels better that he's won. He's uh, redeemed himself. But I think that he's also redeemed himself from her because, you know, she beat him by, like, the 34 seconds or whatever it was. And, you know, I think that now he beat her, he's kind of have that redemp- redemption against her. I low-key I... think she stole the money for camera. I, I, I think she gave Hunter a good piece and ended up playing it off the camera. I, it's, it's the way I feel how they're all playing this out. Ugh. It's just, it's crazy how you can easily forgive someone just like that. Just like beating them in something. Oh, yeah. It's like me beating you in a bullshit basketball game, whatever it is. Like, you know what? Yeah. You took five, you took um, half a million dollars from me? We're all good. Don't worry about it. Hell no. That's, that's life-changing money right there. Well, I mean, he's not an actor. And the way he talks about it in the confes- confessionals and how emotional he gets about the loss of the money... And the way he talks, he gets really heated about it. But I think that he is really trying to find forgiveness for her. I don't know if he has really forgiven her in its entirety. I don't think he ever will. And I, I truthfully hope he doesn't because, good God, I, well, if he does, he's a better man than me. But uh, I, he's not, he's, sorry. No, no. <laughs> it, 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 he's a better guy than me. And I think that he's just, he, I think he wants to find peace. And when you have so much hatred for somebody, I mean, there's a reason why people, there's a reason why Ashley's crazy. And I think (laughs) it's because she doesn't have peace. And I think there's a reason why Amanda's so angry all the time. And it's because she doesn't have peace. So MTV definitely gave us another great episode. What overall grade would you go ahead and give this episode? Bananas, what do you think? I would give it a 9.5 out of 10. Because we've been asking... For a while, challenge, drama, elimination. And we finally got it. It's like, and it was all good stuff too. It's not like we had a bullshit challenge, bullshit drama, and and bullshit elimination. They were all really good in each different way. Yeah, that's a pretty high grade. Vera, what do you think? Um, I would give it a 9 out of 10. Same thing as Bananas. I liked a lot of the, the drama and how we got the challenge, the deliberation, the elimination, all in one. That's what we've been asking for. Um, the only reason I wouldn't give it a full 10 is because I was super excited to see everybody calling everybody out during the daily challenge and then to not see the scores or the how it was ranked or whatever. Um, that just kind of did it for me because it was anticipated for nothing. So otherwise, I thought it was a great episode. All right, I definitely feel you on that. You definitely want the challenge guide to start giving up some of these stats. Becky, what do you think? I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I do like that they finally gave us what we wanted. I want to see a little bit more either intelligence or physicality. It didn't have enough of both. 
in my mindset. I think that's a real fair assessment. I'm kind of with you on the same one. I think I'm sitting more at about a 8.5. Uh, I love the drama. I love the fact that we're getting challenge, drama, elimination. But for me, this time around, I wasn't really too excited about the actual challenge. I give a lot of credit. It was definitely tough. I just don't think it was visually appealing. But so far, it sounds like all you guys were really excited. It sounds like MTV is really That's satisfying. That's that great show MTV gave around. us last night. The fifthmajorsport.com yes. released their power rankings. Follow those guys at The Fifth Sport on Twitter. And make sure you follow Tyler Louder at Daily Jordan. They definitely put together a good list. And they always got good content over there. So make sure you go ahead and check those guys out. For the last 15 teams remaining on this power ranking, number one is going to come in. Banana and Morgan, Theon Carver at number two. Ninja and Pauly at number three. Number four is Georgia Hunter. And number five is Ashley and Cam. It seems like a pretty good list. But I'm not sure if I agree with all of the placing. What do you guys make of the top five? I mean, I love uh, Bananas and Morgan, Car and Theo. Based because, just because it's the first real competition, I would put Amanda and Josh in the top five just because they won. Because it's still early, so if you get a win, you have to be up there somehow. Polly and Ninja, I wouldn't put that high because besides Polly calling out Kyle, we don't know if he won or lost. Ninja hasn't gotten any airtime, so I, I don't know. George and Hunter... Four, I would say that's pretty good. Ashley and Cam haven't really seen much from both of them. So it's top five. But yet, then yet again, we haven't really seen much from anyone else besides the three winners and George and Hunter. So I, I guess it's pretty all right. I think it was pretty good and well thought out. Becky, what do you got? I mean, I, I do agree that Bananas and Morgan are strong. And of course, Kara and Theo put in a great showing being that their names were called first, I don't know if they were technically first, but that definitely is what it makes it seem over everybody. I think Ninja and Polly are in the right place just because of their overall record and strength. If you look at them, you know they're going to be a powerful team. So I really think that they're they're right where they need to be, at least in the top five. I, I don't... I'm okay with them being number three. Georgia and Hunter, they just came off a big win, even though it was more Hunter than Georgia. But I can definitely agree with that. I think they need to put a little bit more respect in Davon, putting her all the way down in the back. But <laughs> I actually disagree with you a little bit more on Georgia because Georgia did a great shake move on Ashley. She helped just as much as Hunter did to, you know, to get that win. Well, I, I did hear that. Hunter didn't just go the two rounds that they showed that they actually did more rounds than those, but it was, I think honestly, if Hunter hadn't pulled out the moves that he did, and I think that lit a fire under Georgia, I'll be honest, because Hunter put so much effort into it, so much heart into it that she realized that she really has to put her all into it. So that's why I put it more into him than her. I definitely feel you in that one. I also feel like at some point, she's going to give him some ass. <laughs> there is some sexual tension in that group. I agree. She's looking deep into them baby blues. <laughs> Vera, what do you make of the top five? For the most part, I think it looks pretty decent. I would definitely switch Ninja and 
Polly for Georgia and Hunter, though. I, I mean, they won their elimination. And like I said, uh, Hunter got his redemption against Ashley. So I do think that they deserve to be a little bit higher, probably in the second or third place. But other than that, I think that it's, it's pretty good. Yes, I think it's a very solid top five. Very solid top five. Make sure you follow those guys at thefifthmajorsport.com. I think that was a very solid top five. And to round out the rest, we got number six, Maddie and Kyle. Number seven, Turbo and Nani. Number eight, Dean West. Number nine, Julian CT. Ten, we got JP and Natalie. Eleven, Josh and Amanda. Twelve, Shailene and Leroy. Thirteen, we got Zach and Zahida. Fourteen, Gus and Jenna. Fifteen, Devon and Bear. Definitely disappointed to see Devon at so low, but I'm pretty sure she'll find a way to make her way back. Make sure you guys follow Tyler Louder at Daily Jordan or on Twitter and at The Fifth Sport on Twitter. All right, guys, before we get out of here, we got a couple of Twitter questions to get at you. All right, so now, all right, so now we got Timmy Y8377. I'm pretty sure this guy just put his phone number at the end of it. It's a whole lot of numbers, but but you should be able to catch him on Twitter. Uh, he says, how do you think Bananas and Morgan will do? I think this would be a good question for baby Bananas over here. I got high hopes for them. You know, they both look strong out the gate. Uh, they both placed um, pretty high in the first, on their first ranking, and they came top three in this challenge. So if things go in the right way, I see a lot of wins in the future for them, hopefully. Uh, hopefully. We'll see how they do. Next question is from Ru- my boy, Rufio Defender at Bread Challenge. Yo, Bread, what's up? He says... What do you think of Amanda getting picked on? Uh, I mean, I... <laughs> like, I don't even think that's a serious question. Like, Oof. I don't think at this point Amanda can even be picked on. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the trouble that she's going through is self-imposed. She does it to herself. I agree. I agree. You can't feel sorry I... for someone that wants it coming to them. Well, it, the thing is, is, if you're going out of your way to get under people's skin and to start screaming at them and pretending like you know everything when you've done nothing in the long run when it comes to the challenges, it, it gets on people's nerves. It's not being picked on. She's she's instigating in a lot of ways. I agree. Absolutely. All right, guys, we definitely had a blast taping for you guys. Before we get out of here, we're going to let you guys know who's our MVP of the episode. We're going to pick one male, one female, and we're going to end it out on that. Becky, who do you got for the episode MVP? With the MVP for the males, I think it's easy for me to say because I want to say it's Leroy. Leroy finally stepping up out of the shadows to tell everybody you're going to respect me. I don't care what you have to say. Send me to elimination and I don't give a flying F if you do, because I'm going to go, I'm going to kick ass and I'll send you all home. The ladies, I'm going to give it to, let's take a look here. I'm going to give it to Jenna for also finally stepping up and saying something because you don't see Jenna bucking up ever. She kind of just runs off into the corner and just cries or is sad, but she never really stands up for herself. And I, I saw an attitude. I saw a tilt in her head, like bring it. And I'm going anything you have to say, I'm going to counter it. Cause you ain't got nothing on me. I am glad that she finally picked up her backbone and put it back where it belongs. Absolutely. Good choice. Good choice. Vero, who do you got for the MVP of this episode? 
So for males, this is a little bit out of pocket, but I'm going to pick Josh. I absolutely love that he came in third place or, you know, in the top three. Um, I love that he went against his partner. That's the kind of drama that we need to see. And um, it definitely shows that he's not going to let Amanda step all over him. Um, For girls, I am going to pick Jenna as my weekly MVP. I think that, like Becky said, she finally stood up for herself. And that's what we've been waiting for, the big fight. Um, And I think she said what she needed to say. So I definitely think that this was her week. Cool. All right, no doubt. Those are definitely two solid choices. All right, Bananas, who do you got for this episode's MVP, male and female? All right, so I put a lot of thought into this. The male MVP, I would have to give it to Bananas. No bias whatsoever. I'll explain why when I say my female <laughs> as well. Um, All right. I give it to him because, you know, he had he won the challenge. You know, his social game was strong again. His the person he voted for went into elimination, so he had an overall great episode. Nothing really wrong with him. The person who I picked for the female, I don't always agree with this person. I may not like what she says. She's, I'm not a fan of hers at all whatsoever. It pains me to say this. I have to give it to Amanda. Wow, really? Because we're looking at this at an episode-by-episode MVP. She won her challenge, just like Bananas did. She was involved in every single piece of drama besides the Leroy and Hunter fight. That was the only fight that didn't really involve her. Everything else was really centered around her. So she was just all over the episode. That's why she was the main female attention. So I have to give it to her. All right. Very divisive. I like that. I like that. I think you did put a lot of thought into it, and I'm glad you were able to look at it, at least from that perspective. All right, guys. It's a wrap. Great podcast, as always. Always a pleasure talking to you guys. Always a pleasure having our listeners listening to us. You know, when you listen to this, make sure you follow us on Twitter, LWC Podcast. Instagram is Love War Challenges. Search us up at lovewarchallenges.com. Listen to us at iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And while you do that, give us those five stars. Give us that review. And we'll keep doing this for you. Peace out. All right, guys. Have a good night. Good night. Oh, okay, bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have one dog. Just say good night. Let's, let's, let's. <laughs> I had to end me myself, but I was like, shit! Remember this thing, you know, I was like, 30 seconds video or nothing. Thank you and all that shit. You guys can't say goodnight? Dude, yeah, I thought Malik I... was saying goodnight to me. Like, first me too. Like, okay, oh, like, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I thought Malik was like, okay, bye. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys, that's about for us. Thank you so much for listening. You guys have a good night. All right, see you. Good night. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. I'm so bad.